0: One of these days, I want to see you standing up, doing, you know, dancing that one. Oh, man, you could be in uh, Nutcracker suite.
1: That's a good one, too, because that one's kind of short, and one of these days, it's going to catch us. And the one person who is watching right now that gets on early is going to catch us. Yeah. yeah,
0: hey, that could be a contest right there.
1: <laughs> That's a con, <laughs> what to judge. I don't the know dance what they course. win, but <laughs> uh, they win the dance. That's what they win. They win the dance. What's happening, guys? Welcome to another episode of Indie Invasion Shorts. We are thrilled to be with you here again. As we missed last week, uh, yep. my family and I were on vacation, we were at the lake. I was slinging my children around behind the boat like this, yeah. and it was awesome. Uh, they were having fun. I was getting a little bit of revenge. If you're a parent, you understand. You know, they're having fun. It's like playing with them on the trampoline. You know, you get to body slam them, and they're laughing and having fun. <laughs> and, and you're like, "Yeah, I, like, I-, I owed you that for something. I'm sure of it." <laughs> but oh, no, so so we're we're glad to be back. It was fun getting together Monday night for a hobby time. But we got kind of a, I think, kind of a cool show tonight. Mm-hmm. This is something I really enjoy kind of um, spreads across all the games that I, I hesitate to say all the games that I play. I think more accurately, I should say all the games that I paint and collect and read the rule books for. Okay. Would probably be a more accurate assessment, but if I could get Eric down here to open up a store, I'd probably be able to play all those games.
0: Yeah, we, I think that's
1: all we'd be doing. Right, that's perfect. Why do we see us? There he <laughs> is, right there, Alder, sir. <laughs> Welcome. It is time for coffee. Hey, look who's here early, Tyler. What's happening, sir? Morning, what Alder. Hello, Tyler. Welcome to the show. Good to have you, gents. We'll kind of hang around and kick the ball back and forth a little bit while we wait and see who else yeah. would so care. We, to join. What else
0: you been working on? You've been doing. Doing some, uh, building some minis, right?
1: Yeah, so let's open a store in Tampa. No, man, Tampa's too far for me, buddy. That's too far. I'm not moving. I like where I live. Um, yes, so I have known about W miniatures. They're out of the Russian Federation. Sorry, I grew up in the 80s. To me, Russia. All this Federation stuff. I don't know. It's like, you know, they have starships over there or something. I don't know about what's going on. I must very right? you... It is. <laughs> anyway, um, I've known about them for a little while But never ordered any of their minis For a number of reasons A lot of times when you order stuff from Russia It takes forever mm-hmm. to get it so, And I didn't really need any of the stuff Because I wasn't playing 40k Well, getting back into Necromunda He has some really cool stuff for Necromunda Including the Spires Which are no longer available Or I don't know if, they're, if GW plans on releasing them For the new Necromunda but anyway, he has some great proxy models. So I was like, all right, I'll go ahead and pull the trigger on him. So full expectation is it's going to be forever till I get him. Go on the website. I order the stuff. There's nine bucks shipping, which is pretty good for, you know, yeah. all the way over there. 60 to 90 days delivery time. I'm How like, will take to get him. Well, I was like, well, you know, that's kind of what I'm expecting. I got him in two weeks. And they are amazing. Cool. I mean, they are fantastic. Go check out their website. Um, I have it up right here. It is artel, A-R-T-E-L-W.com. They have some awesome miniatures and the you quality.
0: posted is... some stuff in Instagram, yeah.
1: right? So, uh, yeah. There's some, the picks up on Instagram and in the discord channel of what I got today and got put together. But they are amazing. If there was one thing that some people might not like about them, it's that they come in a lot of pieces. So you got to be a model builder because they do come in a bunch of pieces. But they weren't hard to put together. They were notched. And so it was just, they're fantastic models. Can't recommend them enough so far. Haven't painted any yet, but that's coming. They are resin, Tyler. And hello, looks like we have a new face. Tim, hello, welcome, oh, Tim. welcome to the show. Is that a... Uh, is your profile picture Battletech? Is that what that is? You'll have That's to cool. tell us if it is.
0: So I worked a little bit on some priming today. Uh, my desk was getting a little crowded with all my scenery I've been doing for Rain and Hell. So I took a bunch of that and some of the MDF stuff I got for Urban Manhunt. Took it all in the Garage. And instead, I, you know, lately I've been hand priming, you know, painting. I grabbed a bunch of my old rattle cans to just work through them and I just
1: I stunk up the whole garage. Nice. Nice oh. dude. T- oh, so Tim got back. He says Capellan Confederation. Yes, that's awesome, dude. Cool. I love I love Battletech. I haven't played in forever. Um, I haven't picked up the rules for Alpha Strike yet, but I'm going to, but I have the Not the old box set, but I have the hardcover that they released, and I really like that. What are you laughing at?
0: I'm laughing at Tyler. He did some painting today, but he painted a
1: mailbox. Hey, that counts. Hey, as a mailman, I
0: appreciate that.
1: There you go. See, that is still (laughs) painting, Tyler. So well done today, sir. Well done. You can even add that to your list of miniatures that you've painted this year. Yeah. No, it's okay. It doesn't have to be a miniature one. Have to, I build terrain pieces bigger than, than mailboxes. So if I can count that as something I've painted, you can count a mailbox. Promise. Alright, so what are we going to talk about tonight?
0: So yeah, let's get into tonight, guys. So tonight we're talking about kit bashing. Uh, kit as bashing. a hobbyist, many of us have done this in the past. Um, It's been a while for me, uh, and I think that's just something changed in the last, you know, so many years that it's evolved it's not quite what it was but we'll get into a little bit of that but mac what is kit bashing for everybody out there that has never done it they don't Uh, know
1: what it is so if you don't know or you just play mini games that you don't really get into anything else it's taking your big pile of broken bits and junk and leftover and if you've ever bought anything games workshop you have leftover pieces, yes, because you can love or hate Games Workshop, but you cannot fault them for all the extra junk that they throw in a box. Man, they throw a lot of extra stuff in exactly. And it's <laughs> taking all that stuff and just building your own models. Sometimes it's building it with hot glue. I have a really cool demon, Nurgle Demon, that I made out of the legs from a, an AT 43 model. Um, one orc arm and a whole bunch of hot glue. So, and it's pretty cool looking. I, I'll, I'll throw a picture of it up in the Discord so channel.
0: Basically, it's making a custom figure or yeah. modifying a figure where it's custom.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Spaz is right. Spaz said Gaslands is great for kit bashing. And it is. Yeah. Because, I mean, that is what the game is. That it's game the is box. made for it, really. Yep. Yeah. The hot wheels and throwing a bunch of guns on it. Um, so, oh, this is interesting. Tim said he primed his, uh, gangs of the undercity models tonight. Now, Tim, I did not back that one, but we did do an interview with Opti right uh, right before the kickstarter came yeah. out and I am very interested in how what you think of the minis because they're they were very very appealing. That was one of those ones where I was hovering over the, over the I probably need everything, but there's these other six ones and what am I going to get? So I'd be interested to hear your feedback on what you think of the minis and also what gangs you got or if you went nuts like the rest of us here do and just went all in. Yeah. And if you get any
0: pictures, post them up in uh, the discord. Yeah. love Love to see them in
1: the discord. Definitely throw them up in the discord. I would love to see those models.
0: All right, so let's explore kit bashing a little bit here with some examples. Since we kind of understand what it is, uh, first thing to look at is where do you get the parts, right? Um, Absolutely. So uh, we've already mentioned extras. GW is, if you need skulls, you could get
1: skulls from any of their kits. Oh, you can get all kinds of stuff. I got, uh, as a matter of fact, I just got the corpse grinders for Necromunda. And I really like what they did with the boxes because they gave you enough to kind of build each one of them Mm -hmm. multiple different ways. Well, because of that, you end up with a lot of extra bits. Now the push to fit stuff that they're doing now. Yeah, that's
0: kind of a newer. They're
1: not really really push to fit. They're just they go together a particular way. It's a little harder to kit bash those than it was Mm -hmm. the old models that were torso, legs, couple of arms, and a head. And they're just flat joints. Yeah, but you can still you can definitely still do it. So it's a lot of really good bits. You just got to get your snips out and
0: yeah like we said it's a little more hobby-esque you, you right. gotta get in more to the hobby of you know sanding and filing and all yep. that
1: kind of stuff but yeah, that's get- really where uh using the cement glue yeah. comes in handy with the plastic because with that little extra bit it of melting solid yep and it's perfect so craig says um, his local thrift store have bags of broken toys and they're great resources for bits oh yeah man yeah. I'm, I'm a thrift store junkie for for my terrain building but Let's talk about some of the places where you can get uh, some bits. So I have a few favorites, and a lot of this came from... uh, I discovered a lot of these bits places when I was building my Night Lords army and my Orc army. So I had about 8,000 points of Night Lords. And if you include the Mega Gargant that I built for my Orcs, which was about 3 feet tall... Uh, my my point total was oh, yeah. my point total was like eighteen thousand points worth of orcs because of the mega gargant. But I discovered several different places, and Eric, jump in here if you have any particular bits places. I don't know if you I don't know if you have very many of them, but one of my favorite ones was Puppets War. Now, mind you, a lot of these are gonna have a a decidedly sci fi post apocalyptic feel because most of these bits guys. Really were targeting the 40k community, mm-hmm. you know, for supplementing special shoulder pads when you make your own chapter and heads that were appropriate. But because of that, they kind of have ventured out into the more sci-fi, less specifically 40k stuff. So Puppets War, really awesome stuff. I believe they're out of Poland, but I he has so, some yeah. really good high-quality stuff. Um, what about you? Do you have any any that you've gone to? Well, one of my favorite places to get
0: bits is at conventions. And mm. I don't know if you saw it the time you were there, but uh, if anybody's gone to Adepticon on one of the days they have where a bunch of you know, you can sign up, get a little table, six by eight table, and you set up your bags and bits and stuff, and you can do bit trades or, right. or just straight up buy them like yeah, a garage I,
1: sale. I is. do remember seeing that. I do. So I I had to walk by. I think Fernando grabbed me by the back of my hair. I don't have any hair. So I don't know how I got out of there with nothing.
0: I mean, so you can pick up different arms and heads and, you know, just different body pieces. Or if it's a vehicle, you know, you're building some kind of sci-fi vehicle and, you know, you can get, I don't know, maybe they have a kit that was a vehicle that was missing pieces or... Who knows, you know, uh, it's a great way to get those bits and, uh, just stock up, you know, you put it in, um, I have like in the cabinet back here, a little drawer system that was used for nuts and bolts and stuff like that. And I just got all my bits in there. Yep. Yeah. Mine's right here on my desk. (laughs) So that's one place that I, I'd like is a lot of conventions will have something like that. A little bits trade type of day or, uh, where you can, yeah. Find maybe something you're looking for or actually just get an idea for something.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Alder beat me to one that I really like as well, which is Anvil Industry. They have some really nice models as well. I don't have a whole lot from them, but I have gotten a few things from them. I've gotten full models from them more more than bits, but you kind of get the idea of what their bits are going to be based on what their models are anyway. They're the same pieces. The arms are the arms are the arms. If you know what I mean, but Anvil industry is really good out of the UK. Now, another one that I really, really liked, and I fell in love with this one because I have to look around, make sure nobody's watching. I did have space Marines. I did. I did play space Marines, but I created my own chapter and they were the ghost wyverns and they had a decidedly, Dragon motif, you know, I know the salamanders had it, but anyway, Spellcrow had a lot of really cool stuff that had that dragon motif that was probably made for the salamanders, but I stole it for my chapter and made it your own, right? They had shields emblazoned with dragon heads and flames, and really cool shoulder pads, really cool dragon skull helmets, so a lot of really, really cool stuff like that. So, I'm a big fan of Spellcrow as well and they also had a really nice selection of orc stuff so when i was putting an order in i could just get a little bit of everything because they they had a lot of really good stuff oh alder's on it tonight man
0: oh man he's got another one
1: now this one victoria miniatures i actually have not gotten anything from them but i know they have some beautiful looking models i've been on their website but I haven't gotten anything from them. What about you, Alder? Do you have you do you have anything from them?
0: I like uh, Tim's point that he brought up here of, um, as another place to get bits. Is uh, he's talking about his uncle left them a lot of scale models of airplanes, mm-hmm. cars, Star Wars stuff. In his case. Uh, that he picked through for bits for kit bashing. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're doing like a sci-fi, you know, and you want to kind of, whether it's terrain or build, you know, models that you want to put some of that, you know, extra bits and stuff on them to kind of seep them into that world and really make them original, that's a great mm-hmm. place to, to find stuff.
1: And, and if you don't know how to kit bash and you're afraid it won't look good, just start an orc army because then it doesn't yeah, have true. to look good. And you get lots of practice kit bashing stuff. Yeah, they don't and, care what color it is, what it looks like. They do care what color it is. It's got to be red because if it's red, it goes yeah, faster. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's so the easiest stuff to do. That's really where I started my kit bashing because my very first 40K army in uh, second edition was orcs. Okay. So, and, and, of course, at that time, you kit bashed everything. I mean... You know, White yeah. Dwarf had. Hey, this is how you make the 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 infamous deodorant hover tank. You know, that was when they were doing that kind. of... You have that White Dwarf down there. That whole shelf. <laughs> I can't throw them away, man. We need Too many to, many good you need things to in there, so I can flip through there. That's very oh, true. Yeah. Good stuff in there. Okay, I got to jump back to this because Tim responded about gangs of the Undercity. Which, if you guys haven't checked that out, I encourage you to go um, look. Uh, I, I don't off the top of my head know where the link is because I know he's fulfilling the Kickstarter still. So I don't know where you can investigate it more. We have an interview on YouTube. Got to scroll way down because it was from a while back. But he said that he wishes he had gone all in, got the two gangs in the starter box, the Flaming Skulls and the Valkyrie. They're metal do not usually like him, but he's happy with them. So that's good. I'm glad to hear that. If, Tim, if you're not in the Discord, please go over and join that tonight if you don't mind, because I would really like to see some pictures of mm-hmm. those. Um, because I am probably going to get some of those models just because. Yeah, because it's some a of them,
0: cyberpunk world. Yeah, so. it,
1: it's totally a Shadowrun kind of, of vibe yeah. to it. So you, who doesn't want... I mean, if you can't have... Uh, if you can't get excited over an ogre with a chain gun. Bye, Alder. Oh, have a good one, Alder. Get back to work, sir. We'll drink coffee for you and talk about gaming. Of course, it's Thursday where he is. So let us know how the future goes, Alder. <laughs> we'll catch up to you shortly. All right. So did you you got any other ones? I don't have any
0: more, but I was going to jump into why uh, somebody would kit bash besides okay, making wait, I something got one more original. Though.
1: You got one more. I got okay. one more. One more that I kind of can't miss, and that's cromlek. So if okay. you if you want a really 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 cool orcs, they're over the top, sort of forty k feel, little bit of World War Two ambiance to them. They're amazing. They have some of the best orc heads as additions that pop right onto your orcs out there. Highly encourage you, if you're playing orcs, pretty much for anything. I don't care what you're doing. If you're doing them fantasy or sci-fi, they have a little bit of everything. When I did my freebooters for my orc army, they have a set of pirate orc heads. And all my freebooters had pirate hats. So, All right, so I will let you carry on to the next section as i ramble on about my favorite places
0: so you're gonna have to put some of these links in the show notes i think for everybody i will but why would uh what's so good about kit bashing besides making original things and i thought a point to bring up would be to be using up those bits those extra bits that you have right um like i personally have a ton of old gw stuff from like 20 years ago i'm still going in those those drawers and using them for, you know, what I like to do is I use the bits and pieces for the bases. Um, I don't do right. the custom bases as much anymore, but I used to make them, you know, a little statuesque, you know, it, so it was a sure. showpiece. So it, bits are great for doing stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, to make yeah. your model of such, you know, such and such stand out from your buddy's same model of such yes. and such.
1: Yeah, I still have in my bits bin, I still have stuff from the Mordheim plastic sprues. Oh yeah. Um I've got I've even got some of the old original monopose grots. Okay. And they, I can't really use them for anything else because they're just yeah. They're like the old space marine. The only difference between them and the space marine is the angle of their barrel. So and yeah, they're I don't high.
0: think I need any more skeleton arms or zombie heads right from those old kits because yeah they give you a lot of pieces to custom yeah. build stuff and um I, yeah every once in a while i'll dive into it if i want some oh yeah you know i'm making uh some monster that needs something to chomp on well there we go
1: yes sir yes sir that is definitely good because you end up they end up accumulating so much mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta use them for something ultimately you end up with so many so many arms and hands and extra knives, and the truth is, when you get all of that stuff and you're putting your models together, after you've put on about the fifteenth uh, belt pouch, you're like, yeah. nobody else needs a belt pouch. No, no more. Nobody else needs a belt <laughs> pouch. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> so then, then you have 500 belt pouches left over. So anyway, that's that's that part of it. So,
0: so next we got three games that beg for kit bashing. What games, Mac, are just begging for kit
1: bashing? Well, I would be interested too to see what everybody has to say on that one because for me, any game I can kitbash, any game. Okay. Um, I know what Alder would say, so I'm gonna I'm gonna in tribute to Alder. I'm gonna throw one out there since he had to leave, and that's this is not a test. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't checked that one out, uh, that's by it's World's End Publishing, and I want to say I think it's Joseph McGuire. I always get there's. Two Joes and I always get them confused, but I think that one's Joseph McGuire. But anyway, it's World's End Publishing. I know that, and this is not a test. Mutant post-apocalyptic Fallout mm-hmm. esque, gluing extra arms on dudes, and that's it.
0: If I remember right, they're agnostic, right? So you can yeah. use whatever you want. Right.
1: On top, ta- yeah, On top of it, it's miniature agnostic, so you're really just making anything you want. What about you? You got any? I think any game
0: that's agnostic, uh, since I brought it up really can do that. Um, I mean, like our, our favorite urban manhunt, you're designing basically one model. So you're putting a lot of effort into a custom hunter. You can do whatever you want. If you want a guy that has just tons of
1: skulls. (laughs) <laughs> or just buy a 40k model. Just buy, just buy yeah, a a corn true, berserker and you will have all the skulls you need for the rest of your I life. I think really anything that's
0: uh also fantasy is a real good yeah. you know candidate for kit bashing. because uh, yeah. you can customize it a little more. I mean it you, a lot of fantasy, you don't have your rank and file uniform type right. of guys. So they're they're more open for that, uh your imagination to, right. to design them you know, to make it unique, your army uh, to whatever you want.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the other things too that I think, and this harkens back to the the last shorts episode we did about game scenarios and in the games that aren't miniature agnostic, that maybe don't contribute as much to the idea of creating something additional for the game. Mm -hmm. If you're creating your own scenario, then that kit bashing that comes back in because now you're yeah. creating an extra aspect of the game. You can add a little bit of something extra to it and give yourself an opportunity to kit bash. And you can reach into all of those different bits and bobs that you have. And really, if you don't have a lot of bits and you have a game store, be, you know, be the catalyst that starts something, go in, talk to the owner and be like, yeah. Hey, let's have a bits today. Because trust me, if you need bits and you don't play 40K and they have Games Workshop in your game store and you do a bits day, you will have more bits of plastic in that store that day than they have on the shelves because there will be so much stuff in there. So it'd be worth it. You know, be the catalyst that takes it over the top and get something started, something new started in your store.
0: Yeah, one of my stores, local stores, Grognards, they do, um, I think they do it twice a year where they'll have like a little, they call it a garage sale days where you can, mm-hmm. you know, go in and, uh, you know, maybe sell off models or something that they just never right. use. But I remember seeing guys that would come in with like the tackle, you know, your tackle fishing lure yep. box is just full of just bits and pieces that, you know. What you fishing for,
1: kit bashers? Yep. <laughs> them. Um, Tyler says have we thought of having guests on these shorts episodes um I don't know that we've ever really talked about having them on shorts we we have we kind of have an open Monday night with the hobby um but no I don't think we've ever thought about that something always something to think about and Spaz said he had there's a store in the Niagara Falls area that sells sprues of bits
0: yeah that's what I was just reading uh sprues uh yeah where you only take off what you need and then yeah, i see that a lot too sometimes yeah a lot of times sometimes that's it's like maybe they started the the game or the model and they just kind of lost interest or said maybe i you know i don't have time for this or i don't want to get into this game so with
1: the gw stuff you end up with a bunch of stuff left over i know um my 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 oldest son brought me a few sprues for when we were getting the necromunda stuff started so i could start you know adding little stuff to the terrain flavor yeah and he brought me an imperial guard sprue might not have been it was one of the new units of imperial guard i don't know what they are but he had already built all the models and there was one piece taken off of this one sprue
0: really wow that's
1: it but he had everything was built out of the box hmm. but that was how much extra stuff was in that box it was crazy
0: yeah, a lot of the companies nowadays they give you those extra pieces to kind of you know they're almost uh producing extra pieces for people to kind of kit bash in a way because yeah. they know people want to customize their you know their armies and their models a little bit Most so definitely I think that just feeds right into kit bashing that oh you yeah know, it doesn't necessarily have to be for that game you could do it like what we're saying for any game you know if, if it's Sci-fi enough to work with your sci-fi. There you go.
1: Yeah, and again, like you said, those miniature agnostic games. That that's that's where you're really going to shine with the the kit bashing because if you are a 40k player, I don't know what the rules are, but there's only a little bit of kit bashing they allow for you to bring on tournament tables. But with the miniature agnostic games, from the get-go, you're kit bashing. Really, even if you put a whole model on the table, it's like, yeah, I kit bashed that because it doesn't go to this game technically.
0: So now, we mentioned earlier that, you know, this is something that we did all the time in the past. It was a little bit easier with the way the kits were designed back then. And you kind of don't see it as much with the push fit nowadays. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit harder. It takes a little bit more work to do. Yeah. But one thing that really, I think, has kind of or can blow up kit bashing nowadays is modern technology, right? The so, printer. 3d print if you guys have access or have a 3d printer oh my gosh this could just open kit bashing world to oh yeah you know you just print out what you need Um, oh yeah so it makes it easier where yeah some of the fun is the hunt you know and looking for those little treasure pieces that you might use or that you absolutely need but then again if you can just go online find a little piece of
1: something that you can print out or even get it easier than that or even better have the printer print it and still go on the hunt
0: yeah it's true you can <laughs> i mean and I your, think, you can eat it too i think the one of the things that 3d printers have kind of uh you know gave us nowadays is that there's people like uh whether they sell it on ebay or etsy or something that will print out yeah, these bits and stuff, and yep. that—that's their whole store is just a bit store yep. that you can now go to buy
1: to kit bash. A lot of that for Gaslands, lots yeah. of Etsy stores for Gaslands. Seth said his first kit bash was his leader for Rain in Hell. Oh, that's pretty right recent, on. there, right on, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's that's very recent. Seth, come on, you you got forty k stuff. You should be kit bashing like crazy, <laughs> like crazy. All right, well, I think that that is as our friend. Todd likes to say the fastest 30 minutes in war gaming yep, coming yep. to a close. But before we do our closing stick, we're going to tell you what we're going to talk about next Wednesday. And I'm sorry for those of you that are listening on Podbean that you can't see what I'm about to hold up, but here it is the horizon wars series of books right here is what we're going to talk about. These books are by Roby Jenkins and he, um, he let us check out the PDFs, but as all of you know, that's right. Thank you, Cynthia, I, I got by the way. New, I got myself a new nickname <laughs> Monday night, Mr. Hard Copy. So he did send us PDFs, but I couldn't wait for the PDFs. I had to have hard covers. So you I to just
0: hunt those them. down too, didn't you? I had
1: to hunt one of them down because, okay. um, if I'm not mistaken, it's this Horizon Wars that is kind of being revamped a little bit i b- I believe this yeah because this is the one that osprey printed okay um, so i had to hunt this one down on ebay the other ones i i just got and these are printed by him so uh so that's cool but this is the most recent one which is horizon wars infinite dark which is going to be space combat which is cool space combat's always cool i mean i've all i've loved x-wing star trek attack wing battlestar galactica Battlefleet Gothic, um, start the um, original Starfleet battles. So I've always loved those. So we got that one going on, and then we have Horizon Wars Zero Dark, which is going to be your 28 millimeter skirmish version, and then the OG is, I believe this one was, uh, technically 10 millimeter. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was technically 10 millimeter, but set up in such a way where you could. You know, you you could do 15 millimeter. It wasn't going to break anybody's heart if you were doing that, but it is a um, sci fi one and I'm going to leave it at that. But we're going to be talking about this next Wednesday. So I'm excited to talk about that because they're pretty cool books. I've already built my crew. um, and, And now and now I'm drawing a blank. I forgot their name.
0: Well, that will be for next week. Right? That'll be
1: for next week. That's right. I didn't forget their name. I was just saving it for next week. Teasing. What it was. I was teasing. There you go. Thanks for that save there, Eric. And this is live, so we can't even edit that out. That's right. <laughs> ah. All right. Whose turn is it to take us out? You want me to do it? You go ahead because you have the light colored Indian invasion shirt on. In case you guys didn't notice, we're twinsies today. Yeah, twinsies. That's right. Wonder twin powers. Always activate. There you go. All right. Take us out, sir.
0: All right. Hey, guys. uh, Thank you for tuning in to this week's Wednesday night shorts where we talk about just various topics or games and just interact with you guys. Um, If you want to hear some more of our audio content, head on over to Podbean and listen to our regular stuff. We usually post these there if you guys are coming in late or miss them. And you can find it also on iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Cast, anywhere you can find an audio podcast to put in your ears. And we, we just can... hit 6,000 downloads today. Sweet. And please visit us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, you know, Like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. We're posting uh, projects in there, and we have a lot of people that are in the community posting their projects there. Uh, Discord is the best place right now. It seems to get information about that and get ideas. So, And feel free to send us an email at indieinvasion at gmail.com if you guys had any questions or comments. Maybe you heard about something cool that's indie that you want us to talk about. Also, we have a website check us out at coastal That's the coastal con website where you can get the latest news about the convention coming up in late February. Uh, pretty soon we'll be starting to hear some news of uh, particulars about when, where, Plenty. who's wow. going to be there, what kind of events, stuff like that. And we also have links to the podcast on there. Uh, all our friends of the show are on there and direct links to all these places I already mentioned. So, Saves you guys some work of hunting them down. And if you'd like to support what we're doing, we appreciate it. Visit us on Patreon backslash Indie Invasion, where we have a bunch of content on there for you guys to view. You do not have to be a Patreon uh, member to, you know, view this stuff. We leave it open to everybody to enjoy. So uh, we'd appreciate it if you want to throw us a couple bucks, keep the lights on, and get back some headphones. (laughs)
1: i've had phones but i have kids
0: and hey mac there's people out there that need clothes where can they find clothes
1: you can find clothes just like these at redbubble.com backslash people backslash indian invasion we have (laughs) started that's right we just started it because really to be perfectly honest with you guys we started it because we wanted coffee cups and we wanted hoodies. Yeah. And we wanted all the stuff with our logo on it. But if you want it too, you can find it at Red Bubble. So go check that out. Uh, there's some pretty neat stuff there. Yep, yep.
0: So that's about it, Mac. Uh, Till next week, guys. While you're out there, prepare for the invasion. We'll talk to you later.